Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Let's check back in, though. This time yesterday, we were signing, we were waiting yesterday for kickoff in Sydney and when we signed off yesterday at midday it was half time and our girls had they held their own they'd more than held their own they'd played really well in the first half to hold Australia scoreless at the first half and hopes were high that you know we'd get the draw which would have been a fantastic result it all went wrong when a penalty was conceded and you know the rest Eileen Ring from the uh, Three other amigos podcast. I watched that last night. It, w- it was a clumsy way to concede a penalty, wasn't it? Good morning. Morning, PJ. Yeah, look, I, I mean, I, I feel for her because yeah. that's football, and I think she's an attacking player, and she's probably in a position of the pitch where she's not maybe used to being, and, and it's it's just clumsy. And look, that's football. Mistakes happen. I don't think there was probably three or four errors in the lead up to it as well, and. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's clumsy and it, it's a shame the way, way it ends. But um, I certainly I didn't think afterwards that I'd be so disappointed that we hadn't come out with it with a draw because it would have been a fair result. Because I think once they scored, we kind of, the management took our shackles off and left the, our players attack. Mm. Um, and you can see what we're capable of when we do that, which is, I think, from a, a fan's point of view, is probably the most frustrating part of it. Like, just take the shackles off. You're in the World Cup now. Like, you have nothing to lose. There's a group there to be qualified from. So, like, we have, like, two world-class players that would start in any team and Denise and Katie and yes. just let them go and let them attack, you know. And I, I think Canada and Nigeria drew nil all now this morning. So, I mean, the group is so wide open. We have to get a result on Wednesday. That's an interesting result, actually, from this morning. It does leave it wide open. I, I noticed what you said, actually. I watched the second half back again uh, yesterday. And... Towards the end, I think I think the the Australians were were happy when they heard the final whistle because the pressure that we managed to put on them in the last ten minutes to try to get that equaliser that was a great display. Yeah, it was brilliant. But as they said, I don't think we should be waiting until we're one 0 down to come out to to let players free oh, no, to do no, that. No, no, no. Um, do you know? I mean, that's I think that's the big thing and. I think it needs to be parked now that this is our first World Cup and aren't we great for being there? That needs to be parked now because yeah. there's a chance to qualify. And you could see the players themselves afterwards. They know that. They know yesterday there was a result there for the taking. And look, it just didn't it didn't work out. But look, hopefully against Canada, we, we might see, as said, the shackles off a little bit from, from the yeah. get-go and a bit more of an attacking display for, from kickoff. You'll, you'll allow anyone to be a little bit starstruck on your first match in a World Cup and... and 
maybe like you said, the, the, sh- the shackles are on for, for, for too long. Wednesday at one o'clock. Now, the match this morning, uh, the, the, the draw, that, that does throw it wide open. Did you see anything in that match this morning that we could maybe capitalise on? Yeah, I think like I watched a bit of it back there earlier on in Canada's midfield. I think are there for the taking. Now they had Jesse Fleming who who wasn't playing this morning due to an injury. I don't know if she'd be back. Um, but look, I suppose this is probably it'll be a very interesting game because Ireland and Canada are very alike and, and they're both very hard to score against. But they also both find it very hard to score themselves. Mm. So um, it'll kind of be an interesting. It'll be a very different game to the Australia game in terms of how Canada play and. I just I, I think the Australia game will have given our girls an awful lot of confidence, as I said, once they got into that attacking mold. And hopefully that Vera allows that to happen, I think. Um, I understand she has her way of playing, as I said yesterday. It's been really, really successful for us. Mm. But now we're there, and I said, just let them go and attack. Let, let Katie that little bit further forward. Let Denise a little bit further forward. Um, and I, I think we could see really exciting things happen. Mm. Go do what you know how to do. Yeah, very much so, yeah. yeah. Very we, didn't, much. we didn't work this hard to be here for you not to do what you know how to do. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so, and look, as I said, you could see that with all the players afterwards. Like, they, they know themselves. So I think that's that's the most important thing. But as I said, it has to come from management. And if you're going to, as I said, kind of keep them on a leash until suddenly you need to score, then then that is an issue. But said, I have an awful lot of faith in, in that squad and in the ability of some of our players. Like So I see no reason why we can't come out of this group. And especially with, with, with the way that Canada-Nigeria game went now, as I said, yeah. it just leaves it wide open. Is there a need to win one of the next two games, Eileen? Yeah, I think if if you draw against Canada, and you have to bear in mind, Canada are the Olympic champions. Yes, I mean, they're an excellent they're an excellent side and very experienced at this level. Um, but if you get a draw against Canada and you go to, and, and beat Nigeria, I think that that's enough to see you through because I think Australia will beat the Nigeria and Canada. Um, so I think if you get a draw, I, but I, I, they will need to win a game. All right, I think. yeah, I, I Australia think. and Canada could be the group decider, could it not? Yeah, yeah, I suppose it, it could be. And like the thing is that if Australia win, they're probably true. But the other side of that is you don't, you're, they're suddenly not going to rest a load of players against Canada because you want it to work a cup and you want to build momentum. They'd be looking to bring Sam Kerr back in for the last group game. So like it is going to come down to the to the last day. So I think a result on Wednesday keeps that alive for us um, going into the Nigeria game the following Monday then. It's one, one o'clock Wednesday is kickoff, isn't it? Our time. Yeah, and like if I could do one thing Go when on. I'm here is to urge businesses in Cork. There's not a flag nor bunting to be seen around the city or county. It's so disheartening. Do you like, know what, Eileen? You're right about it's very, that. It's really, really poor. Like, just get out. And even I see pubs saying we're showing the game. But throw an old tricolour outside, throw a bit of bunting up. Supermarkets, get it in, get it up. It's just, I just thought, like, maybe I was a bit naive thinking we'd be seeing kind of Italian 90, 2002 World Cup levels. But, like, it's it's really well, poor. But like, there's thing, the thing, why, why shouldn't poor. we see that? I could remember yeah. Italian 90, and I remember the, the 2002. There wasn't a window that wasn't painted. There was bunting everywhere. You're right. Yeah, I, I, 
Yeah, look, as I said, with women's sport, we, we've come a long way, but there's still a long way to go. And I think this is probably case in point. But like, look, City Council could, could have patched decorated there very easily and they could get it done over the next couple of days. Like just a couple of flags, just something like we've two Cork girls in that squad. Saoirse Noonan is another Cork girl who was very unlucky not to be out there, but played a huge role in getting us there. So just get out and support them now for the next couple of weeks. Um, because I've no doubt in the Rugby World Cup starts in a few weeks, the flags will be everywhere. So look, get them up a little bit early if they want to look at it that way but I would urge businesses and, and places to just decorate the places instead of flag and a bit of bunting it just makes a big difference I think Do you know Eileen that's a fabulous way in which to finish uh, because you're right you're so right there it almost looks as if there's nothing happening except the odd old soccer match in Australia that we might be involved in they're not that, that's, yeah. that's you're, you're dead right you're absolutely right and, and two fantastic Cork players in the team. Eileen, worth thinking about. Thank you very much, Eileen Ring from the women's or the, the, the three other amigos. I always struggle with that. The three other amigos podcast. There's a thing now to you. There's the, there's the challenge put up to the shops and the offices and the businesses and the homes. Now I imagine there's green, white and gold all over not Nahini, as there would be for Denise. But let's get the colours up over the next few days. Next match is 1 o'clock Wednesday. Let's get the colours up. Let's get the photos of the colours up. And let's support them. 0818 96 96 96. One down. Beaten in the first one. Just two more to go with that draw this morning. Very significant. Back to the soccer breed. Hi TJ, how are you? How are you? Flags and bunting. Yeah, it was just agreeing there with Eileen, um, who you had on earlier. Yeah. Um, like in my housing estate here, um, which I sent in a text there to Fergal, I was saying to him off the off the line that, like in my estate here, we've had we've got more Kerry and Limerick flags out for their, their relevant All Ireland finals coming up than we would have Irish flags. Yeah. I just picked up some flags you know, the other day, um, in the the two euro shop and just stuck them out into my flower pots out the front and just stuck them out the the main window upstairs and you know it's what's like for what the Irish team have done for the women's um, sport in Ireland in general and for girls soccer um, you know I just think as, as a public we need to be more behind uh, the women's teams it is it is kind of disappointing to see I suppose a lack of, of green white and gold around the area I think if it was the men's world cup everything would be draped in tricolours but for Absolutely. some reason and yesterday bear in mind there was nearly 80,000 people at that match yeah, like, I mean, I wouldn't be one to, I suppose, on occasion to get choked up at the National Anthem, but I was crying watching the National Anthem and seeing the pride on, on the on the girls uh, singing it as well. So, yeah, I suppose, I mean, we're trying to, I suppose, bring along the next generation. And, like, you see the, the excitement up in Lockheed there recently with Denise O'Sullivan's going away party. And um, as Eileen said, we do have other Cork girls on the team. Um, I suppose, you know, you're right, it's probably maybe something one for the men's team and then maybe something different for the women's team. Um, and as Eileen said earlier, with the Rugby World Cup coming up, you know, yeah. there'll probably be more about that oh, as well. I no so, doubt. I mean, I'm really looking forward to the Rugby World Cup and um, being a rugby here, fan, a yeah. huge fan of the Irish rugby yeah. team. And I'm already, people are already planning where we're going to watch that match, what we're going to do about seeing that match. And, and places will be draped in, in colours and, and all of that. Mm. You're right, you know, you're right. Yeah, and I suppose, I mean, okay, look, there is time difference between Australia and New Zealand, but... That's an excuse. 
There was also a time difference in the World Cup there back November, December. And, you know, I, I'm a teacher myself and my students would have been saying, oh, miss, can you put on the World Cup for us? And, you know, time difference wasn't really considered then and should really be considered here now either for the World Cup. But, so. uh, yes, there is a time difference. But, <laughs> like, the matches are at 11 o'clock and the next two are at 1 o'clock. I mean, I can remember the last Rugby World Cup that was down under. The matches were, were six, six in the seven morning. In the morning. I was yeah. getting up. I was getting up, making tea and toast at six in the morning to watch rugby. And I'd yeah, have done it absolutely. for the, I'd have done it if those soccer matches were on the middle of the night as well. And no, I, I, I think we're, we're we're letting them down a little bit. We need to get some colours out. Bree, thank you for that. Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. Come on, get your colours out. Uh, to to quote a rugby story. <laughs> Where's your effing pride? If you know rugby, you know what I'm talking about. Chris, back to the back to the soccer. Chris, morning. Good morning, TJ. How are you? You I were th- you were out to watch the match, were you? I was myself and my sister. My sister's home from America. She's eighty six years of age. I'm eighty three, going going on eighty four. We thought we heard you say last week that the match match was been shown on, in Turner's Cross. That was the plan. So, they were having trouble getting a screen, but that was the plan, yeah. Was that the plan? But this, you know, we didn't know that. So we drove over to Turner's Cross. There wasn't a flag, not a bunting, nothing out to say that there was a World Cup going on, ladies' World Cup going on. My sister was amazed because she was here for the Italian 90. And the, I mean, as you know, the PJ the excitement that we had that time. Oh. Why? There was no effort put into it. The nation it holds its breath. I swear to God, it was a disgrace. So, we went into the, we went into the grounds and we were on our own. The whole, the whole stage was <laughs> except the groundsman and the guy doing the, um, doing the, the grass. Well, I, oh, it was so disappointing. We had our green, white, and gold scarves and everything. But there was no one there. No one there. <laughs> Who's laughing? My sister. <laughs> What's her name? May. May. <laughs> May. Yeah. But so, hang on. There was there was no one. There was there was a screen up. Was there? No screen. No no no. Nothing. Oh. No, no, no. And there wasn't a flag as a flag. There was nothing. I was just through another day's office. But you were saying, you were saying not, not a bunting or nothing up on any of the pubs in Turner's Cross? Or businesses? No, no not even houses, like. Not even, nothing. Not even town. No, you're right. You're right, actually. Nothing, nothing, nothing. I thought, oh God, we were very disappointed, really. I mean, it's a big occasion. It is. And it, it should be celebrated. Will you go out on Wednesday for the next match, one o'clock? I, I certainly will. We had, a, we had our choice this season yesterday with the whole, with the whole stadium to ourselves. <laughs> oh, Chris, I mean, thank you I for... Mean, really, I mean, really, like, people should make the effort. Yeah, they should indeed. Chris, thank you, and hello, May. <laughs> Enjoy your trip home, <laughs> or your stay home. 0818 Don't you love that here, people just... Laughing for the good of it at 23 minutes to 10 on a Friday morning. Quartz 96 FM. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.